uh, right-hand corner of the screen, we've got Tom Shirey, and uh, there at the bottom of the screen, we, uh, we've got Conservative Bear from the Conservative Chicanos, and uh, we're going to be talking about just everything that's been going on. I haven't been on the air. I my show hasn't been on for over a week now, so we're just catching up on some of the crazy crap that's going on in this world. And uh, the reason I bring these guys on is because uh, they are true patriots. They're true conservatives, true constitutionalists, and they love the country as much, if not more, than I do. So uh, it's with my pleasure to bring these two gentlemen on. And uh, welcome to the show, guys. How's it going, John? It's going, brother. How about you? Good. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me on. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, you're always welcome. You're part of the family. Same with you, Tom. We're going to be having you on quite a bit, my friend. Well, thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, why don't you guys, uh, we'll start with you, Bear. Why don't you kind of, uh, you know, give a little bit of your background and tell us about your channel. How's it going? I am the conservative Bear from the conservative Chicano channel. Um, I'm a former 31 Bravo, 31 Echo Military Police, U.S. Army. Um from 2002 to 2008, I served in Guantanamo Bay, Iraq, and Afghanistan. Um, I started the channel, the Conservative Chicanos, with my buddy Pablo, uh, who we call the Chicano, to bring a Latino voice to the conservative part, to the conservative people out there, to prove that we don't always just vote Democrat, that we also believe in our faith um, above all, and that's what we stand for. Awesome. Awesome. How about you, Tom? Uh, former uh, Marine uh, Infantry, 0311, uh, served from 96 to 05, uh, was in Iraq, uh, 04, 05, um, the Western Alambar District, um, and now just loving life. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, one of the things I want to talk about, and we were talking a little bit about this off air, is it time to start a legitimate third party? And... Uh, there's i'm throwing up on my uh, screen there uh this has been rolling around the internet for a while the patriot party and they're going to be a constitutionalized or constitutionalist party and so and here's why i bring it up okay whoops I'm knocking my door over uh here's why i bring it up it's because um i don't see there much of a difference anymore between the gop and the democratic party i really don't i mean they go out on television and they appear to be different, but then when things get done, when legislation gets signed and passed and, you know, bills get passed up to the, the president, it seems like it doesn't, nothing ever goes the conservative or the constitutional way. So at the end of the day, do we really have two parties? And I know we've got a few guys, uh, guys and gals, you know, both in the Senate and in the House that try to object to what's going on. But at the end of the day, there's not enough to stop it. And, uh, you know, with our Second Amendment rights on the line and, uh, you know, our freedom of, man, just to go to church without catching all kinds of crap from the police and everything. I mean, is it time? Do you want to go first, Tom? Uh, uh, sure, sure. Um, you know, as we stay, uh, stated a little bit earlier, absolutely it's time for uh, more parties to get involved. It should not be a two-party system. Um, I think the question becomes is how do you, uh, number one, you can't be a, th a three-party system because two of the parties would be so 
um, so similar that you would basically split the vote between that one party. And then the, the third party would have all the votes, you know, and the, the next question would be is how do you convince? So let's say we do get that miraculous four party system where you have, you know, kind of the two uh, democratic thinking sides and two of the uh, Republican type thinking sides. How do you convince the voters that the one you're voting for is strong enough to defeat the other party? Um, and I, I will admit that I was guilty of it during this last election. I had several uh, libertarian friends who wanted to vote for the libertarian party, you know, and without there being a, another democratic branch out there trying to run and us needing every vote possible for Trump. Yeah. I would say, why would you put your uh, vote in that direction and basically take that one more away from Trump just because you don't like a few of his policies? I, I honestly think what's going to end up happening is the the left is so disorganized as well and disavowal with their with what they stand for. I mean, you got far left um, communism on one on you know on this side, then you have this the straight uh, business Democrats right here, then you have the uh, Trump our patriots over here, then you have the GOP. The sad thing is it's going to split into fours. And I think that would be a damn good idea because at this point, none of these people that are in these parties right now, they, they don't represent the people no more. They lost their way. And if you look at them, they're all about themselves. I mean, if you want to talk about the Me Too movement, it's them. Because if anything that goes on, it's me too, me too, me too. And then you got these lobbyists that come in and they, they're basically running the show in the background. It's kind of like Star Wars Episode One, where the lobbyists control just about everything that goes on in Washington, D.C., and the only person that they were never able to, uh, the only person that they were never able to control was Donald Trump because he had his own money. It's sad when you see politicians right. going into in, into office making fifty thousand a year, and they come out multi millionaires with Nancy Pelosi with her forty thousand dollar ice cream shoved up her ass. I mean, it's <laughs> stuff like that that has me so pissed off, and it's going to split because even the liberals are pissed off on that side. You got Antifa, who's straight socialism, that is. They want nothing to do with the GOP. I mean, with the with the Democratic Party, you see them putting a pig's head in Nancy Pelosi's yard. Then you have the Patriots over here that want to shove it up freaking Mitch McConnell's ass because they don't stand for nobody. They only stand for them goddamn selves. And us Patriots and the people that the true American citizens out here that actually do research are sick and tired of it. Right. No, you're exactly right. And the thing about it, like I was saying, the the two parties. I mean, they go on TV and they come out, you know, Mitch McConnell, you know, he'll come out and say, you know, Nancy Pelosi's not going to get away with this. And, and then she comes out and she says, Mitch McConnell's holding back everything. He doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want to do anything for the American people. He only cares about the rich people. And, you know, meanwhile, she lives amongst some of the, the wealthiest freaking people, you know, all the way from San Diego to LA to San Francisco to Portland to Seattle, all the way up the Pacific coastline is filthy rich, right? And none of them vote Republican. So she's so full of shit. They all say that. And the Democrats have been saying that for decades and decades and decades. But at the end of the day, they all have their little party. Their little, they're, they're, they go out on TV. They say one thing against the other just for votes, just for control, just to appease the people, the pawns like you and I that all go to work and pay their salaries and everything else. But then behind the doors, they all get together. And we've seen it happen twice recently when Diane Feinstein went over and gave a hug. I think it was to uh, uh, Graham. 
and the left flipped out. It was after uh, after the the recent Supreme Court justice, right? She came out and she said, "Boy, this was this was such a fantastic hearing, one of the best hearings ever." And she hugged Graham, and the left freaked out. In fact, they threw her ass off of that that committee that she was on because they can't expose this stuff in the public. Now, this can go on behind the scenes all day long and nobody cares. They all go out together. They all drink expensive wine. They all eat expensive restaurants. They're all up at the French laundry, right? And they're hanging out and they're eating, you know, they're spending two, three, four hundred dollars a plate for dinner while we're barely making it by. And that right. all happens. It's all happening. And and my point is this I think there the 75 million people or so that actually voted for Trump, I believe they would move easily to a patriotic party, a constitutionalist party, as long as, as long as it was spelled out very clearly exactly what the non-negotiables are to be part of that party. If they made a list of eight to 12 non-negotiables, like when it comes to second amendment, you will vote for absolutely nothing that's going to take the second amendment rights away from Americans. And if you do your ass is out of the party, we just throw you out and we'll replace you with somebody else because you're expendable. And these people in Washington DC need to understand that they are expendable. They don't, they don't realize that they've like, like bear, you said they've lost their way. They don't represent the people. The people run this country. But people like Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell have been in Washington, D.C. for so damn long, they actually think they're some sort of royalty or something. And I think if we could create a patriot party that had ideals and said, you cannot violate these, this is what we must stand for forever. And you vote against it one time, this is your warning, you vote against it one time, you're out. We no longer fund your campaign. We no longer support you. Get out. Yeah, and I guess that list of rules is really what I'm waiting on to jump on board with this Patriot Party. You know, the idea sounds good. Um, uh, Definitely, you know, obviously being a Patriot, I I draw to the title, (laughs) you know. Uh, But I need to see what what their stance is on these different... Uh, the different issues, you know, the big one being for, I think, most Americans, most most patriots is the Second Amendment, you know, and, um, you know, John, you know, I have been a Trump supporter since the day he came down that escalator, right? Yeah. When he took away the bump stocks. Now, I don't own a bump stock. I think they're ridiculous. But to take those away yeah. because one idiot decided to use one, I think he stepped on his own foot in that situation. I agree. So that, I agree. Like saying, we need to have that. We need to draw those lines. Hey, this is yeah. what this party stands for. And I want to see that list of rules before I, or the, that, that list before I completely jump on board and say, Hey guys, I'm with you. Let's go. No, see I it. agree. It's got to be a grassroots thing. It's got to be of the people. I don't want a bunch of politicians sitting around coming up with these ideals. These have to be grassroots people. I, I mean, we could go as far as, and, and I'm being serious here. Maybe you think this is cockamamie, crazy, you know, talk. But I think if we could get a committee, a small group of everyday citizens who love this country, like yourselves, from each state, and come together, 
just like the founding fathers, man, this is like 1776 all over again, in my opinion. And we need to get some people to get together and we can do this online. We've got the capability now. We don't have to, you know, fly anywhere to meet. We can all get together. We can have these conversations and we can come up with this list of the non-negotiables. And it can well, be voted I on. Think there you're kind of dreaming as far as even being able to talk about it online. We're getting <laughs> censored every day. They've already shut yeah. down the churches and the bars, which is where we met in 1775 to have these conversations. They know something like this is coming and they're looking for these conversations. That's why they don't like us joining together in a chat like this. I mean, I literally just got banned off. My personal page got banned from Facebook for a three day ban because I said Kamala Harris is a hoe. Literally, that's all I said. And I didn't even spell it the whore way, you know, H-O, like you do in the streets. I spelled it the actual garden tool. I got banned for three days. That's the thing. They, they don't like, they don't like, they don't like people getting together and talking about grass, getting grassroots up on the, up in the air. Because the reason why is once we start talking, we start exposing these assholes for what they truly are. Assholes who don't even, who don't even interpret the constitution correctly. I mean, if you go back to 1775, when they wrote, um, the Second Amendment shall not be infringed. That's what it meant. It meant you will not take, I don't care if a person goes and is a five-time, 30-time felon. Your Second Amendment to defend your family and go hunting is not to be infringed because it's for a well-regulated militia. Who would you rather go walk in the street with you? The mom down the street that has no gun experience or the thug walking down the street with a gun? You know, if I'm going to war, you know, to overthrow the, the GOVT, I'm going to go with a thug who's going to have my back and knows how to shoot. That's the thing. That That's grassroots. They knew better. I mean, if you think about it, if you go back to 1775, how many people do you think a lot of those people killed every day? Oh, absolutely. That, that's well, what you need. You need somebody with that mentality. I don't want to go to war with somebody. I'm gonna be like, dude, I, I don't know, man. I don't trust you. You know, I've never seen you shoot. Or am I going to go with, with uh, the Vatos locals down the street? That's who I'm rolling with. And that's the sad thing with this, with with the American, uh, with the American people is they're so scared of change. They're so scared of something that is different, right? And what they do is they start moving. They they do things. You know, this government is so sneaky because what do they? How do they start taking away guns from people? They start it right away with guess what? They're gonna go after the felons. Oh, well, oh, everybody's like, okay, yay! They can't have guns no more. Then what do they go after? The the people who have domestic violence, men and women. Okay, what? Yay! And now what do they do? They're going after everybody. That's what right. people are realize. They're going after the, the type of gun, not the not the person anymore, because they've banned everybody that people would applaud for. So now they have to go against the type of weapon that they right. see evil. Yeah, you know? and and the next step for them is to start taxing the hell out of ammunition. It's going to happen. And they're going to tax guns, and they're going to tax ammunition. And they're going to make it so expensive and so difficult to own a gun they're not really taking your right away from you right they're sneaky bastards that's what they're going to do they're going to make it they're going to make ammunition so expensive uh and they're going to they're going to pay for the schools they're going to you know they're going to help the education and they're going to help the health care because you don't want an old person to die do you i mean come on we've got to get this vaccine out we've got to raise more money what's the best thing to do tax ammunition i'm telling you it's going to come oh uh, dude, oh yeah they've already been talking about it they've they've been talking they've been putting that shit in the movies yeah. they've been doing it in stand-up comedy that's what they do they they i'm not a conspiracy theorist but they 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 talk about it they, they tried testing it out in hollywood how does it get by you start getting little jokes in there 
And then it gets, then it's a full fledged thing. They've already started talking about this in the movies. When yeah. he said, you know what, make make bullets $10,000 for one, you're going to be more careful who you shoot. You know, if you guys remember back in the 80s when there was trickle-down economics, you had Reagan Reaganomics, trickle-down economics, and they said it didn't work. It was the biggest bunch of, you know, that's what the left says. They have been using trickle-down communism or trickle-down socialism, whatever you want to call it, since freaking the 19, 19-teens. And they've been working on us for a hundred years. And think well, about how far they've gone. One little right away here, one little right away there. They do it in the shadows so you don't even notice it. Next thing you know, it becomes a law and it's just part of your daily life. And so, okay, well, we got away with that one. Let's, let's, let's take away just a little bit more now and see mm-hmm. how much we can push until, you know, people start fighting back. You know, with the gun issue, if you actually look at the le- last election cycle, this year we have broken every record for firearm sales, every record. Mm-hmm. How many times was Biden asked the hard question, what are you going to do to ban guns? He couldn't answer that. They couldn't ask him that because they knew it's not the it's not the guys who already own guns that are out there going to buy all these, although we want to stock up on the ones we thought we might not be able to get. You know, <laughs> it's, it's Democrats who are going out there to buy these things. Now they're understanding the reason for the Second Amendment. So now you can't talk trash that. But what do you do? You bring in old Beto O'Rourke, as your guns are and say, Hey, don't you say anything during this election? Wait till after the election, then we'll go after them. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, that's what they always do. They say whatever they, whatever's the most popular thing is what they say. But then as soon as they're elected, they know that they've got four years to cram down what they really want to do. They've got four years to cram that down your throat, maybe three and a half, because then they got to weasel their way back in, in the last six months of the, you know, the next election. So I don't know, man. I, that's why we've got to figure out a way. We've got to figure out a way to get those 75 million people that support Trump to walk away from the GOP, defund the Republican party and start fresh. And it might, it might take a while. It may, may take a couple, uh, you know, election periods and stuff like that cycles, but it's either now or never. I mean, we can keep doing the same thing that we're doing over and over and over again and continue going down the path of socialism or we've got to change. I I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. That's the thing, man, is Americans need to stop being so fucking lazy. They need to start opening up their eyes and see what's going on. You need to start doing your goddamn research because if you don't, this is the game that they play. I hate when people say, oh, vote red no matter who. No, don't vote red, vote red no matter who. Do your research. See who's running. Look into the primary. See who's actually running. Because only then can you make a, make a, an educated decision. When you sit there and say, vote red no matter who, dude, you're dumb. Exactly. You're no, exactly right. That's the problem. And that's what the Republicans do to us. They get on TV and they say, oh, my God, the Democrats are so bad. No matter what you do, you've got to vote straight ticket Republican. And then these people like sheep, they do it over and over because there's no other freaking choice. There's no other choice. Yeah. And it's it. Hey I guess guys, so- I'm going to step away for just a second. I want to kiss my daughter goodnight. I'll be right. right back, okay? All right. No worries, brother. No worries. <laughs> That's the thing, man, is I, I am so sick and tired of people not doing research. It, 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 you know, it takes an educated person to know what's going on in this country. And if somebody's not willing to do that work, 
then we need to go back to basics. That's why I'm down to repeal the 17th Amendment. You know, we should go and give back our senators back to two to the legislative of the state. If yeah, we got exactly. back, to, if we repealed the 17th, at least then we'd have some turnover. Yeah, the problem with that is it's going to take the very senators to vote to repeal it. You see what I'm saying? That's the hard part. And the only way you can do that, and maybe that's one of the, with with the Patriot Party, maybe that's one of the non-negotiables. You will support the, the you know, repealing of the 17th Amendment. Maybe. You throw that in there and in order to be part of this party, and we will fund you until the cows come home. But these are the things that you've got to do. And we're going to watch you like a hawk. We're going to watch every single press conference you do. We're going to watch every single vote you hold. And you better not miss a vote. You better not show up and vote present. You will vote for the Constitution and for what's best for this country. It's that simple. I agree. I agree. I mean, we need to get back to basics. We need to get back to the Constitution. Somehow in this country in the last 30, 40 years, we forgot that the most important document in this country is the Constitution of the United States. That's it. People, it's a living document. People have died for it. There's blood all over that document. Maybe, I mean, theoretically, but it's still there. You have, I bet you Tom's seen thousands or maybe hundreds of men willing to give their lives to just, just for that one piece of paper and that flag that sits behind me because it's important to us. And I'm not talking about the people that joined the military for college. I'm talking about the patriots who are willing to go and die for it. Agreed. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I did not surf. You know, as they say, I wasn't there, but I care. And uh, so you guys have that that understanding you've been there. I can only imagine, but here's the thing. This is the, this is what I tell everybody. How can you simply just walk away from your freedom? Like all these a-holes walking around wearing masks, they're just simply, they're just willing to walk away from their freedoms like sheep. When hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of Americans have given their lives since day one up until probably this week. For that constitution that you're just so easily willing to walk away from. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Well, I think there's kind of an easy answer to that one. And that's, uh, I think uh, Bear could uh, back me up on this one is they don't realize how easy they have it in this country and how much that constitution actually protects them. If they actually walked into some of these other countries that we have seen and see the way they live with their government loving them supposedly and taking care of them and the hell that they actually live in you know that they've they've never seen anything else you know they always call it first world problems it's because they don't know any other problems you know they don't know what is actually at stake they don't know how they could be living Exactly. I agree with that. I, you know, and I think people like Alyssa Milano and all these Hollywood stooges, I, it would be so great. In fact, the Patriot party could raise money for this and just, I don't know, uh, like fasten a webcam to her forehead or something. Right. And send her down to Venezuela for, she's got to live in Venezuela for six months, just as a normal person. And then after the six months, she has two options. She can either stay in Venezuela if she loves it, if it's the true uh, utopian society that that communism says they can create. So she can stay there or she can then be shipped off to China, 
no, and then no, she man. could st stay That's there for six months. So since they want to give $10 million of our taxpayer money to Pakistan and send her ass to fucking Pakistan, see there how gender studies does well there. Send how our, see how our $10 million is going to be sent down in Pakistan. There you go. There you go. And then if she loves Pakistan, she can stay. If not, she's got to go to North Korea for another six months. And if she's not dead by then, if she's not, you know, used as a, a Chinese whore by then, then she can come home. But if she comes home to live here, she's got to give up everything that everything that she's ever had. And I guarantee you she would. She would give up every freaking dollar that she's ever made in her stupid ass movies and shows to stay in America after six months in North Korea or Pakistan. Guarantee it. And that's the problem. These people don't know. Or they pretend not to know. Or oh, shit, send her to Islos. <laughs> she wouldn't survive <laughs> in Islos, man. <laughs> send her, her to the, the south side of Chicago for, for six months. See how she likes it down there with, no, with none of her money or security. There, we have our own problems there. We don't need to send her... Or I would say Pakistan, if anything, Pakistan, because they want to send our money, your money, all our taxpayer money to $10 million of, that they could have given to the people. Yeah. They want yeah. to give it to Pakistan for gender well, studies. They got to have gender studies over there. They got to understand, you know, I don't even know what they don't want. They don't want to be Americanized over there. You guys know that. If anybody knows that you guys know that they don't care about freedom, do they? No. Am I wrong? Actually, I'm going to correct you there, John. There are small do. pockets who do want who do want that freedom that we have. Uh, yeah. We did work with some uh, Iraqi soldiers who um, they fought with everything they had as well because they were tired of you know, and they were still living under the shadow of Saddam's uh, regime. You know, and you know, we worked with this group called the Shawnees. Um, they were the Iraqi special forces under Saddam during the first Desert Storm, uh, and they swore allegiance to the U.S. after the first Desert Storm. Uh, we worked with these guys. They told us horror stories about their relatives being drugged out of their houses. Just for, and let, tell me if any of this sounds familiar. What might be coming down the pipeline? They were drugged out of their houses just because a neighbor said that they had said something bad against Saddam Hussein. No evidence, no proof. They were drugged out in the street and shot for it. There are pockets in Iraq that do want to get out of the shadow. The problem is, is we've been funding terrorist organizations for so long who want them to stay under that shadow. Those are the people we're fighting now, along with some Iraqi government officials. Obviously, there are some who still want the old regime, but there are some who do want the freedom that Americans have, you know, and I feel like I was there to help fight for that. And we just can't lose that here in the U.S. You can vote in communism, but you got to fight like hell to get out of it. That's yeah. what we're headed to, man. We're headed to that point where we're voting in communists. People yeah, are. When so, I said the, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bear. People are so lazy that they want money for free. I mean, think about it, Tom. I, I'm sure you know a few of these people who sit there and are collecting social security for an alcohol problem or a drug problem. It's everywhere. People want money for free, and that's who oh, we people we keep voting people. We, that's why people keep voting. I mean, there has to be a way for us to open up people's eyes. I mean, YouTube is shutting us down. That's why we have the Phoenix Social Network and Phoenix Social Video, uh, because dude, they're 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 blocking conservatives from able to speak our voices and speak the truth to these people. They want people to be blind and stupid. 
And Tom, when I say that they don't want freedom, I'm not referring to the people. I'm referring to the leadership oh, sure. over there. I'm talking about the the you know the tyranny that goes on over there, and they will do everything in their power to keep their people, you know, under their fist. It's just it's they don't want it. They're not interested in it. And I don't know if you can win that war. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you've got to win the war back home first. You know, um, yeah. you've got to open the American people's eyes to what's going on and what is actually at stake here. I mean, you are literally voting away your own freedoms that our founding fathers gave you. Little by little, you're just giving that vote to take another one away, take another one away. At what point do you actually wake up and say, hey, what happened? How did I get here? How do we get back to where we need to be? Yeah. And, and then when you're asking yourself that, I, it's, man, that's like you said, it's easy to go into socialism, but to come out of socialism, especially when you're supposed to be the beacon of freedom, right? Like who's going to come to America's rescue once we totally shit the bed? Who? Canada? As They're Reagan right. said, this is the last great free place on earth. There is nowhere else to go. No, that's right. And the minute we fall, the rest of the world falls. There's no one that's going to come, you know, going to stand up for, for liberties and freedoms and give their people the right to bear arms to defend it. It's just not going to happen. It doesn't exist. And, and uh, that's, what, that's what scares the hell out of me. Once we fall, it's over, man. We're done. That's the thing, man, is they knew. I, see, I think this is all planned from, from jump, from, another, from, I think, China, is because they knew that they couldn't destroy America from the outside. The only way to destroy the United States was from the inside, and they started it. It's already rolling. I mean, you got these, these politicians are on the payroll. So how do, you, how, do you, how do you break up the United States, the strongest country in the world? is by infiltrating it in the inside. And that's what we're doing. All these people are paid off from China. A lot of these people are paid off from China who don't care about us. You mean like Swalwell who's sleeping with a couple uh, of spies over there in California? Yep. Oh, but don't ask about that relationship. You can't ask about that relationship. (laughs) I know. You'll get banned. (laughs) YouTube is going to throw, throw my ass off because I talked about Fang Fang. (laughs) Man, you got, you got this Phoenix social video you can sign up for, man, and start streaming there. (laughs) I know. I know. You know, I had Roku. Uh, my buddy uh, was running a Roku station, which was, you know, which was, but that went under. So unfortunately uh, that, that doesn't exist, but that's, you know, something that I'm looking into or I'll got to find some way to do it. We got to do it, but uh, I got to run an ad real quick uh, for one of the sponsors that actually funds this show. And so give me 30 seconds. All right. Roger. That. Give me 30 seconds to talk about the Espinosa group a group within the real estate firm in Gilbert, Arizona. Sherry says, What many agents don't take into account is that it's not just the house itself that dictates how we go about marketing and selling it. That's why in my career in real estate for over 20 years, I've developed systems, processes, and resources specific to each different situation you might be in. Visit their website at www.azhomesbysherry.com that's azhomesbysherry, S-H-E-R-I dot com. Or you can visit their office at 1521 East Elliott Road, Suite Number 104, Gilbert, Arizona, 85234. Experience the difference. Espinosa. 
<laughs> All right, I want to I want to change gears here a little bit. I want to show this picture. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but this just lit me up and uh, you know, about almost threw me over the edge. So on the pic on the screen here at the top this is Wuhan, China on New Year's Eve. And first of all, in China, they celebrate the Chinese New Year. They don't even really celebrate our New Year. Okay. And there are thousands of people that are packed in and they're letting go of balloons, uh, which are probably going to kill all kinds of sea creatures, right? That's what they always say. But it's packed. Below that is Times Square on New Year's Eve. Now, you tell me. Is this COVID BS in America? Have we let ourselves just go down the go down the toilet? I, I mean, we well, fall. You should have showed the picture of De Blasio dancing with his wife in the middle of Times Squares with a completely empty field behind him, and then hey, you know we're just fine, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Dude, because dude, I I I know I believe that there is the um the Chinese virus. I believe it's there. I just don't I believe, believe it. I don't believe it's as bad as it is. You know, I I've had it and dude, I felt crummy for a couple of days. The next day I was up playing kickball with my kid outside. It's it's I get the flu, influenza A or B every year, depends on the year. And mm -hmm. dude, I'm dead like I want to kill myself <laughs> when I get influenza. When I had covid, yeah. dude, I was I laid in bed for a couple of days and watched movies and I felt okay. Oh, so you that, did that have flu is even worse for us men, right? Oh, like they call it man flu. It was, oh, dude, we take it worse than everybody. <laughs> Our wife's probably in the chat. She's probably like, "He's such a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. You know, I was I was real sick back December, like two December's ago, and uh, I have not had the sniffles, a sore throat, a headache, nothing, all of 2020. And I have been to restaurants and to bars and to grocery stores and, uh, you know, everywhere, everywhere that people have to go. I've been to them all and I don't wear a freaking mask. I'll let them throw me out of the store before I wear one. So how come I'm not sick? Because you don't have a mangina. <laughs> <laughs> You're that unicorn, John. We need to, uh, we need to extract your blood so we get the immunity from you. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm not saying that uh, I'm not saying that it doesn't exist because I know that it does. But what, when they come out and they say that the actual flu that Bear was talking about, there's been 98% less cases this year than normal. I mean, really? you got to start like, really? So people don't get regular sick anymore? You know, it just doesn't happen. No. And their answer to that is, oh, everybody's wearing a mask. Well, Okay, explain to me why the same thing is going down for heart disease. The same thing is going down. Basically, the death rate for the U.S., we didn't have that 200,000 body spike from the year before. We're actually basically at the same death rate as the years prior. So where is that spike in the death rate? How come everything is just COVID now? You know, yeah. they don't talk about the morbid morbidities, and you hardly ever see the actual numbers for the uh, comorbidities that are out there as well. Everything is just the virus. It's here. It's going to kill you. You got to be scared. Well, there's no more heart disease. No, nobody dies from heart disease anymore, even though that was like the number one killer. Right. <laughs> you get hemorrhoids, bro. It's, it's uh, COVID. <laughs> yeah that covid itches like hell too i'm just waiting for that guy that breaks in my house when he gets shot he goes to the hospital he died of covid dude you want, you want to hear a true story 
You guys want to hear a true story? Yeah, please. Back in March, my little brother died in a car accident. And oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. He died of COVID. Not the fact that his head hit the pavement or the other or the 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 road. No, he died of COVID. Did that, you guys wow. know? And I'm sorry to cut you off, Bear, because that's I'm that that's a horrible story. By the way, I hope you guys are doing all right. But did you guys know that George Floyd had COVID in his system? Do you think the media has the media once come out and said that George Floyd died from COVID? Well, no, because then they got to get rid of the cop hating aspect of it. Exactly. So it's all narrative, man. It's whatever fits the narrative. And the George Floyd narrative was to burn down the country because of police, you know, because all police, they only like white people. Yeah. And they you know, hate everybody else. How many riots have we had since the election? How many police brutality instances have we had since the election? Did cops just stop being assholes? <laughs> they found the hug, bro. They learned to hug it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, speaking of that, dude, about, about police officers, you know, soon by the way, let me, let me correct something here real quick. Cop, yeah, police officer, I do not think you're assholes. That was complete sarcasm, okay? <laughs> we support the blue. Here's the thing, though. Even that, even with, let me say something about police officers. There's going to come a time where they're going to have to pick a side, whether they're going to support the what is right or they're going to uh, continue to support what is wrong. Because there's been plenty of times where they sat there, and just like in uh, Wa Washington D.C. a couple weeks ago, my friend Longbeard, or um, uh, I forgot his name, something beard. I, I got a brain fart, but he gets stabbed. Get guess what? Guess who they side with? They, they they arrest the man who who stabbed um Noblebeard Noblebeard they 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 side they arrest the guy who stabbed him he's walking out the street the next day no charges and he almost killed a man right the, well that's that's the, that's the problem dude the conservatives I'm telling you there's there's gonna, you're going to see a tide a change in the tide because these police officers they're they're starting to not look so good to the conservatives they got to be very careful. They're losing because right right now they have the support from us, but but a lot of us are starting to question and say, wait a minute, why are you not arresting these people that are terrorizing the country? But the minute the Proud Boys go down to Washington, all of a sudden there's an army of cops everywhere, and they've got the complete the city shut down and controlled. Why is that? Well, again, and you gotta you can't uh, you know put that broad picture on the police officers either. You know, no. you got to look at what cities they're representing and the laws of that city. So, I mean, we look at places like Washington, D.C., Oregon and things like that. And we say, guys, what the hell are you doing? Where is our law and order? But they're being handcuffed and it's being shown in their police department dropping all their all their, you know, the guys that have been on the, the, the force for so many years. They're tired of it, too. They're leaving the force. And they can't get any qualified new applicants. So all that's going to create is they got to go down further in the line and pick that. Okay, here's some guy who applied. I know nothing about him, but let's put him in uniform. It's going to get worse because of these liberal policies and these liberal cities handcuffing the police officers to do the job that they actually want to do. No, that's true. They do. I don't. Yeah, I, I'm just telling you that. Just watch. Just watch. I've been reading articles that uh, the tide is starting to turn and conservatives are starting to kind of lose 
their patience with some of these police officers. And man, I, I just, I don't want to see that happen. Yeah. I and I would say, you know, just my, in, in my personal opinion, and maybe as a, uh, you know, just kind of a, um, you know, watch, watch out for that. You know, again, let's look at where this information is coming from and why they're losing heart in our police officers. Those guys want to be out there doing a good job. It's the people who make the laws. The police officers aren't there making the laws. They're there enforcing the laws that they're required to because of the people that these cities or these counties elected. You know, I mean, if you look at our, our Phoenix Police Department, I think they've been doing a great job. There are some questionable instances here and there, but nobody's going to be perfect at that job. Right. But well, they're uh, human beings. But what happened in Salem, dude, where they go off, they start pepperballing uh, pepper patriots for wanting to go into a legalized uh, a, a, a meeting that they're supposed to be able to go into to talk about their budget. I mean, it's stuff like that. And you're right. It is state by state and it's, and it's department by department. But sooner or later, man, if they lose the patriots who back the blue like us. Yeah. Uh, and the Proud Boys, because in D.C., there was a chance that we could have rushed those police officers. And what are they going to do? You have 5,000 patriots ready to rush police officers to get to Anquifa on the other side. What are they going to do? There's, there's not a damn thing they could do because they'll lose. That's the that's what we, I want to stop. That's why everybody's trying to say blue lives pick a side because yeah, you're, you're going to have to pick a side. When cops start showing up and uh, arresting you know, bar owners because they're yeah. trying to make a living. Dude, I'm talking – you know, and that happens. That happened in New York. They arrested those gym owners over in New Jersey. They've they've arrested pastors all over the country for having church. I mean, New Mexico. They just came out and fined two churches ten thousand dollars each because they had a New Year's Eve celebration. I mean, and police officers show up to make these arrests, man. And that's right. what I'm saying. They've got to tread lightly. They got to be careful. Oh. I've actually ran into one instance right here in, in the Phoenix area. I was fortunate enough to be able to find a gym that never shut down there in this entire COVID thing. They just absolutely refused to. They were able to find a few legal loopholes here and there and things like that. And I actually walked in and they were getting harassed by a police officer just about every other day, if not every day. And I actually walked in one time and the cop was sitting there talking to the owner of the establishment. And I, the only part of the conversation that I really heard, but it really stuck with me is he was telling the owner of the establishment, hey, I've been sitting in my car for two hours across the street counting the number of people coming into this establishment. And I'm like, is that really what you as a police officer should be doing with our tax dollars, harassing a man, trying to make a living for people going to an establishment to get healthy so that they could fight the coronavirus? Right. Exactly. I don't know. That's that's what I'm talking about. It's just insane, man. That's that's the, the this is the road that we're going down. People are willing to give up their rights willfully. I mean, for something that has a 99.6% survival rate, man. If you gave me 99.6% to win in Vegas, bro, I'm rolling all day. Seven, <laughs> seven, seven. Bro, get out of here with this coronavirus, man. You know, if I you if you're a true believer in God and Christ. If I'm supposed to die from the coronavirus, guess what? I'm going to die from the coronavirus. If I'm supposed to die by getting hit by a bus, guess what? My ass is supposed to get hit by getting hit by a bus. Well, listen, you're 10 times more likely to get killed in an automobile accident than you are with the coronavirus. That's a fact. Look at the numbers. It's 10 times more likely to get killed in a car accident. But yet you don't see people driving around in their car 
with helmets on or wrap themselves in bubble wrap or where, you know what I'm saying? They're not doing it. They're not taking any precautions to make driving safer. Let me, let me, let me take it one step further. Do you remember the eighties AIDS? Oh yeah. Did they have a mandatory condom use? You can't have sex without wearing a condom. Was it mandatory? And that was killing motherfuckers <laughs> left and right. All right. You know, and they had no idea how it was being spread at the time. Yeah. Did they have mandatory condom laws? No, they didn't. In fact, the Democrats, the liberals were trying to teach like uh, kids in their like, I think it was seventh grade as early as seventh grade on how to have sex and all this type of crazy crap, you know, and and then you start teaching abstinence and everybody looks at you like you've got three eyes. You know what I mean? That's what I'm right. saying. Though. Like, 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 and you had, I bet you got, if you got AIDS in the eighties and the seventies, you were done. It was a death sentence. Yeah. You, I mean, your survival rate was what, like 10% that you were going to survive unless Magic Johnson, he had the blood of Jesus in him. But, <laughs> but the thing is, is like, dude, you have a 99.6% survival rate. I mean, right. I would gamble with coronavirus than AIDS any day, but there was no mandatory condoms, no no sex bans. Can you imagine if they, if they came to you, Tom, and said, dude, you are not having sex for until we figure this out. Dude, you'd have been like... <laughs> dude they're already telling us that i mean i'm not kidding you when i say this there there was some legislator that was on tv that was saying that you should probably wear masks when you're making love to your spouse i saw that i saw that i mean come on you know what i'm saying yeah I just I, yeah, I even heard the glory hole you go go to the shower <laughs> glory hole <laughs> Well, I'm not oh my god! Because we will go down a rabbit hole that we don't want to go down on this channel. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know, and so that leads to me to my next topic that I want to talk about. And the question is: Is there a media that we can trust anymore? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yes, the conservative Chicanos. There you go. <laughs> and the John Smith show. That's right. That's right. No, but like a national like media that's recognizable can we trust any of them no they're all they're, they're all they all have a spin now there, there is no news media anymore it, it's just people giving their opinion to you and what you should think about an issue the media should be giving you the facts and just the facts and letting you decide how you want to interpret does it make you mad or does it not make you mad you should be the one to decide not the media sitting there trying to tell you, okay, this is what's happening. This is how you should feel about it. They shouldn't be putting their own little words here and there just to push you in a certain direction. John, we just no. talked about yeah. one from Newsmax, uh, a little word in a Newsmax article I saw today that was like, well, that's really funny coming from Newsmax. In you fact, know? I have it right here, Tom. Well, <laughs> there you go. And I don't mean to cover up conservative bear. I apologize for that. Uh, but this is in a Newsmax article talking about Pelosi that was uh, – you know, reelected as, as the uh, speaker of the house. And it says something about its members. And I'm, I, I assume this is a conservative group that they're referring to. It says a platform to again, air president Donald Trump's baseless claims that his yeah, loss so to John, democratic uh, president elect Joe Biden. So sorry uh, about the screenshot. That's a little unclear there. What's actually covered up there is it's actually talking about the, uh, the Republicans still having a lead in the Senate. Ah, so they can still air Trump's unbased 
claims. And I'm like, really? Newsmax now is calling it unbased. You know, That's why do the they problem. use that word unbased? You know, and millions of people left Fox News to go over to Newsmax because of this type of crap. You know, Michael Jackson nailed it in a song off the history album where he says they don't care about us. They don't. Mm-mm. You know, anything to get views. Now they're trying to reach the left. We don't have no, we have, you know, if you go back to 1775 when they were ta- talking about the Constitution, the media is supposed, to, the news is supposed to be like our third form of government to hold these people accountable. And it's not like that no more. Now we have to hold the media accountable. We have to go and do our own research. And it's because, dude, they're bought and paid for by lobbyists. Yeah. I mean, the, the fact that this was supposed to be our third form of government, our, our, thir- our third or fourth branch of government is is ridiculous. That th- th- it's this bad that us people as Americans, the normal everyday person, not like you and me, John or, or Tom, that actually look into it, but they're supposed to be able to watch the news and just get facts. Now right. it's not even about facts. It's about feelings. But you know what? Facts don't give a fuck about your feelings. They get all that facts care about is, is the truth. That's when right. Get back to the truth. Right. One of your uh, one of your viewers here just popped up with Louder with Crowder. Um, sorry, I didn't catch the name uh, who wrote that. Uh, but yeah, I love Louder with Crowder. But even he is not, you know, he is not a news outlet. He is very he is very direct in his opinions and his viewpoints, and I agree with every single one of them. But even he doesn't just present the news. He presents the news and how it can lean to a conservative side. So yeah. while using Louder with Crowder, again, I love the guy. I watch him all the time. I think it's freaking hilarious. But even he, he's not a news person. There is no news anymore. No. It's all commentary. There's no news. That's right. I mean, you can't – There's there isn't a source that I can go to that I can reliably read and say, okay, I feel like this is a legitimate news source, and I'm I'm getting just the facts, no slants. None because they have to sell advertising. They've got to get, you know, and so I don't know. I mean, what do you do? Like, how do you know what the truth, the real truth is? You know, for me, the truth is my faith. That's all that matters. That's where, that's what I use to discern what I, what I believe to be the truth or not. But, you know, for the, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what the answer is. I, I want to show you this uh, this clip real quick. It's not a clip. It's just a, a picture. But this is this is exactly what I'm talking about. This was an article about two Mexico, uh, New Mexico churches fined for holding packed Christmas Eve services. And just look at what I highlighted. Okay. First of all, they were slapped with $10,000 fines for allegedly violating coronavirus safety protocols. The next paragraph says, according to authorities, the pro-virus clergy, There, this is a legitimate, supposedly a legitimate uh, news company that's saying that these were pro-virus clergy, like pro, they, they want people to get the virus and die. Or do they? Are they actually more concerned about the freedom of religion, which I believe falls in the First Amendment? I'll have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure. And then uh, it goes on to say here that were uh, there were videos and pictures from the Christmas Eve services. And so my question to you is: the people that even are going to these church services, they're even 
turning in their own clergy and pastors and churches by support by turning over videos and pictures because we're being programmed to do that now. Mm-hmm. We're being programmed to turn on our neighbor. If our neighbor is having a party that just seems too big, we need to call the police on them. If there's kids down at the park playing soccer and there's too many of them, we we need to call the police on them. This is getting out of control. Yeah, John, do you remember earlier when I was talking about the Shawnee and tell me if this sounds familiar about their neighbor just accusing another neighbor of doing something? That's where we're going with this as well with this virus. I mean, look at the red flag laws. I'm not trying to, you know, take away from this article or anything like that, but that, that's what we are turning into is a society of tattletales and then prosecuting without evidence. Wow. You know, it's going with the virus. And again, I'm going to say back to the red flag laws that are going out there. Unbiased. All a neighbor has to do is claim that somebody is acting erratic and they have firearms. They're going to come and take firearms. There's no due process in that. They're going to come and take your firearms. Well, if you remember the National Socialists in Germany, they had people turning each other in. Absolutely. I said, yeah, I did it so that you wouldn't get banned. <laughs> the National Socialist Party in, in Germany used to, in the 1940s, used uh the, the the same motto to get people to get turned in so they would be executed and taken to to these camps that's the problem they're gonna have us turning against each other that's why i continue to say that we are not in an active civil war but we are in a cold civil war all it's gonna do is take a spark man and it's gonna get out of control i'm telling and, you and people are getting regular people that are finally starting to open up and see what's going on they're starting to get Round wound up, it, dude. It's it's just gonna take one thing, man, and this is gonna blow open. Um, and yeah, that's, that's where we're at. Is because they're using the same tactic that they use in World War II. Think about it, like you said, Tom. If if I don't like you, bro, just because I have a beef with you and I'm your neighbor and I think you're an asshole, guess what? I could call nine one one and say, dude, this guy's acting suspicious with the firearm. Guess what? You lose your guts, all of them. Right. And even if I hate you even more, guess what? Hey, 911, Tom just had a bunch of people leave his house. Out of, he just had a huge party. And I went over and called them. And I went over and told them that if you didn't if you didn't list, send them home, that I was going to call the cops. But he still has a sense of moment. Even if you didn't have that party, you still get hit with that $10,000 fine. Right. And one thing I don't know yet, and maybe one of you guys have read into it, uh, that's also kind of concerning. Let's say that neighbor does make that call, then you do have that crowd in your, in your house. Does that give the police officer the right to come into your house without a warrant to view what's inside your house with just that complaint, to talk to the people inside your party that you've been accused of having? That's a good question. Probable uh, cause. Wouldn't they fall under probable cause? Yep. See, that's where I'm thinking too. Okay, probable cause. There's too many people in here. Now I get to go into your establishment without a warrant and see what you've got going on in there. Yeah, that's my qu- well. Here's the thing: when I was in state college, when I was at Penn State University, uh, we would have parties all the time, okay, in our apartment building, and uh, the police not the if the police knocked on the door, and I think Tom froze, but if police knocked on the door, and you opened the door, that was you Sorry, inviting them in. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that, <laughs> if you opened the door, the police could come in. Because the police were always looking for underagers at, at parties, right? They they wanted to hand out underage and they wanted to hand out noise violation fines and all that stuff. But I don't know because I'm not a police officer. I'm not a lawyer. But 
what they told me because that's we questioned that because my roommate got arrested <laughs> because mm-hmm. when they the, when they were trying to come through the door he realized they were cops he had a beer in his one hand and he tried to shut the door and guess what his beer went all over the cop bad <laughs> night for bad night for my roommate uh but uh cuz he spent the night in jail that night but uh that's what they told us they said if we knock and you open the door you've now invited us in so we can come in. I don't know if they can show up at the doors locked and bust the door down to see if there's 10 or more people in your house. But that would be a great question. If we had any cops or, you know, any, uh, maybe, you know, maybe I'll talk to, uh, I'm going to be talking to Sheriff lamb, uh, this month. I'm going to have him on the show. Maybe that's a question I'll talk to him about. He's the sheriff of Pinal County. Right. I, have a really- I don't know anything about it. It's crossed my mind. I can't find any actual, you know, this is the statute type of information. So I would love to hear that answer. But that's the thing. Here's, here's the difference, though. It might be different where you're from compared to where I'm at in Colorado, where I have overreaching polis. Right. So and then Pablo has uh, Wuhan, Luhan down in New Mexico. So I bet you the statutes are different. But here's one thing I did learn recently is that a mandate is not a law. So they can't arrest you for not wearing a mask. That's right. A mandate. I I want to address this uh, that uh, it looks like Mr. Vic Dick said. He said, remember farts uh, spread COVID? He's actually wrong. If you fart on someone's pillow, you can give them pink eye, but I don't believe COVID. <laughs> these are a lot of these people are from my channel, man. They're here to yeah, I figured. I figured. No, your farts are just killing the ozone layer. So cow, yeah, farts, see there you- cow farts are killing everybody. That's right. The <laughs> conservative Texan, he said, think they would need a warrant if you don't open the door. And I believe that's correct. I think that's correct too. But I mean, no, how many times are you going to just sit there and look through your people? Somebody knocks on the door, you're having a party, maybe you think it's a friend or something like that. Are you going to look through the people to see if it's a cop? So, can the second you open that door just to see who it is, does that give them the right to come into your, yes. come into your home? Yes, it does. That's a welcome. That's a welcome message. That is, that's wow. you inviting them in according to the law. But, again, but I will say this too. Different. Think about this too. Yeah. Because with, with, uh, without it being a law, with it being a, uh, like a executive order or whatever, a mandate or whatever, Think about the fact that your First Amendment rights have been thrown out. I mean, these are in the Constitution, right? The freedom to practice religion, the freedom to assemble, that's all the freedom of speech. That's all in the First Amendment. But churches aren't permitted under this mandate to meet, you know, in some states. So the very, the first, the very, so when it comes to your rights, it seems to me with COVID, all your rights go out the window. So I don't know. Back to Tom's question, maybe they can just walk in. Yeah, see, I was thinking I was just going to try the, uh, well, I'm just having a protest in here, so don't worry about it. Maybe the churches should try the same thing. You know, hey, we're we're congregating. We're just having a protest in here. Don't worry about the religious thing behind it. (laughs) Protesting is okay. Didn't the Supreme Court rule that they can't do that? The occupancy is out the window? I don't know. I think the Supreme Court ruled against uh, Cuomo for, or was it Newsom? One of them saying that, uh, that they can't do that. Well, over in California, they said that um, it was no, actually, they, it was like, Supreme Court. 
strip clubs. They, they're allowing strip clubs to open, but they're still preventing churches from meeting. Well, John, hold on a second. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bear. Oh, I could get a lap dance, but I, um, but I can't pray to Jesus. That's right. Yeah. So a lot of churches were saying they were actually going to meet in the strip club and hold church in strip clubs. Yeah, here we go. The Supreme Court continued its uh, solicitude towards religious freedom in the face of the pandemic, giving religious leaders in New Jersey and Colorado another chance to block strict limits on houses of worship. So they did, but they can't do that. Well, here in Colorado, so I guess Polis lost his ass. Thank God. Overreach, yeah. son of a bitch. But how does New Mexico then fine a church $10,000? This just happened at New Year's Eve. How does that happen? Because Wuhan, Wuhan is batshit crazy. <laughs> you know who? You know who'd be really good. I wish he was on tonight. Was Pablo? Pablo would know more about what's going on in Albuquerque because he lives in Albuquerque. Yeah, right. Uh, and then I have another buddy named Chico's. I could probably call right now and find out what he knows. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I could get a cop on the. Uh, well, the cops probably wouldn't want to come on this program. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, you conservative? No, you bad. No, no, no. Conservative man, bad. I'm apolitical. Mm -hmm. I don't, yeah, uh huh. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway. Well, hey, guys, you know, I appreciate you being on the show and I appreciate all the comments, man. Uh, you got a loyal following, Bear. I mean, it's awesome uh, that they came here and support you and supported us. And uh, all their comments are freaking awesome. Now, I don't know about the one guy, I don't know about Vic. Is Vic a, a current guy that Mr. Vic, does he show up in your? Yeah, he, he got banned. So he's, um, he had to change his, he was Jose Garcia, but he got banned. Ah. YouTube, so he had to change it to him. He has to change, make new accounts like every other week. I have like a few of them like that, but I love, I, I love my following, man. Like <laughs> they will ride with me everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate it. And I appreciate the comments like this, like from Warrior Z Martinez. That's that means a lot to me, Tom. I appreciate you. I appreciate both of you guys for the service that you did for the country. I, I appreciate your perspectives and uh, I want to let you guys know that you're welcome on the show anytime. And it's a lot of fun and we got to keep doing this and we got to start that party. I'm telling you, we got to do it. Yep. When I get back Absolutely. from DC, John, I'm going to have you on my show, man. So you can see how autistic my chat really gets. <laughs> well, see, yeah, now, no. this is what I want to hear. I want to hear Bear's uh, perspective from DC on the six. I want to hear from the actual person who was there and what you saw, what the surprise was, and uh, I just think it's gonna. Again, I wish I could be there, uh, but I'd like to hear from somebody who was actually there as to what's happening on the ground there. Subscribe, dude. I'm going live. I'll have I'll be live streaming all day. That's awesome. Outstanding. I'll have to do that. Yes, uh, the conservative Chicanos, man. Uh, subscribe, man, and uh, you can watch everything that I do. I, you can see me running with the boys in blue, uh, black and yellow because I'm a proud boy. And then uh, you could see what um, probably most of the day I'll be there until my go. I did. I bought. I'm going heavy this time. I got to go. A GoPro, my phone, like eight battery packs. I'm ready this time. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Awesome. I'll be looking at you then. All right. Yeah. And I'd love to be on your show when you get back because I want to hear all about it. I want to hear the truth. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be watered down from some leftist rag on, on, you know, from Fox news or something. I want to hear the truth. I want to know what's really going on there. And uh, I'm sure you'll come back with plenty of video and plenty of audio uh, that the regular news, you know, the, the real, the real news 
they won't be willing to share. So that should be interesting. So I appreciate you guys. Anyway, uh, we all got to work in the morning. I don't know. Do you got to work tomorrow, Bear? I'm retired, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go Army. Go Army. <laughs> Damn it. I should. I knew I should have signed up. See, I screwed up. See this white hair, bro? I bet you Tom has a bunch of it, too. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little bright in here, but it, it's, it's there. You can see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I got to work in the morning, and I know, Tom, you got to work in the morning, right, buddy? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Brian uh, well, let's go ahead and end the show. Uh, again, everybody in the chat room, thanks for uh, being here. Thanks for chatting. Uh, thanks for your patriotism. And uh, for anyone who did serve, thank you for your service. Because freedom isn't free, we wouldn't have it if it wasn't for the brave men and women of our United States military. So thank you all. God bless you all. Until next time, which might be tomorrow night. Take care of yourselves and be safe, all right? Thank you, John. You got it. Bye, guys.